following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hit, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Broken Helmet. Let's rock. And coming to you live on tape on this Wednesday, October 6th, broadcasting at about 5 o'clock in the afternoon. It is the Broken Helmet preparing for week 5, week 1 of the regular season, if you will, after the intra-season, pre-season, it's a lot of season and a couple of sentences. Chris, how you doing down there in FLA? Sorry to hear that hey. your Raiders suffered their first loss on Monday night. Yeah, they 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 really like to give up numerous touchdown leads. Yeah, they really screwed me because I had the Chargers and the spread, and I had Herbert for 260, 270. It was 269.5 over. And uh, I was good on the one, and I just couldn't get there with the other one because your fucking Raiders uh, couldn't show up in the first half. Had to wait for all the offense in the second half. They did make a game out of it, though, which quickly went away, too. But at least it was exciting for a hot second there in the uh, third or fourth quarter or whatever. So I turned off the game at halftime because I was done watching it. Really? Yeah, I I was I was just I was just disgusted with how bad they were, and so uh, I go, I started playing video games, and I go to the bathroom and I like pull out my phone and check on ESPN and it's twenty one fourteen and and they have the ball and I'm like oh my god, yeah it was they good came, it they was... they came they came back it was very and exciting so I, for a hot second, and so I turn the game back on and. The Chargers score again. And I was like, all right, so I'm the cursed one. Like, I'm the one that's causing <laughs> yeah, the... Maybe. Yes. Could be. So and you decide so to I... walk away and, and hopefully get yes. good mojo to your team. Yep. And, and they, they... Didn't end up being work. the case. Yeah. yeah. So, I did good for my fantasy team, but everything else was horrible about that game. Uh, well, speaking of horrible, your mic sucks the big one. So we're going to take a hot break and come right back after we fix it. And we're back, and you will hear a notable difference as the Yeti microphone now is on, which is phenomenal. So you'll get to hear Chris in all of his splendor, his audible splendor. So anyway, we were talking about that Monday night game, and that knocked off the Raiders from the undefeated list, which left one team still undefeated, and that is the Arizona Cardinals, who I I don't know. I guess I have not given enough credit to. They're better than I thought, I would guess. They're okay. I mean, it's hard to argue. I, I mean, they're 4-0. They just went in and thumped the Rams. I mean, the Rams looked terrible. Talk about a letdown game. I don't know if they were. It was the look ahead toward this Saturday, this Thursday that is versus the Seahawks, 
or whatever it was. But for the Rams, who have the second-ranked DVOA offense, um, you know, they looked terrible. Arizona uh, has the sixth. But then you got to go over to the big difference, and what I have not been giving enough credit for is Arizona's defense, which I have not been a fan of, is actually sixth DVOA. Rams, mind you, which I thought was good, um, although I didn't think that their run was that good, they actually rank all the way down at 20th. So the Rams, I guess kind of maybe coming off the uh, that – Tampa Bay game, everybody was on. I, I was on them in that game. I liked I liked the Rams versus Arizona, and I was wrong. And now Arizona sits atop the NFC West at 4-0 and and the only undefeated team left. Although I think we could probably say they're not going to go undefeated this year, right? I mean, they're not going to threaten no, the no, Miami Dolphins, no. 72 Dolphins. I can't believe they, they thumped the Rams so much. I was shocked. Yeah, I, I mean, they were up two scores the entire game, like from the beginning of the game. It was just, it was, it was like a boxing match. It was just blow for blow, but they, they just kept getting. There was a couple uh, uh, instances where they stopped the Rams, and then they just scored again, and then it was a two-score game, and that was it. It was like the Rams could never get back. the The game went so in the Cardinals' favor that there was. Not only one, but two Connor sightings. He got in the end zone twice. That <laughs> the castaway, for, who wasn't even really. I mean, he was playing a little bit. I picked him up on fantasy week. Somebody cut him week one. I think I grabbed him week two or something because my my running backs were so chopped up. And I've started in the past two weeks, and he's been a monster. He's been absolutely going ballistic, scoring touchdowns every all over the place. Pretty. Uh, <laughs> Pretty pretty impressive, the, uh, the Arizona offense. And their defense, not too shabby. So I, I, I think that one thing that's very noticeable in, in this NFL season, and tell me if uh, I'm wrong or if you agree, is that there is just a lot of shit football right now. Like across the league, even with good teams, and I mean especially with the bad teams. <laughs> yeah, the bad teams are really bad. I mean, they're really bad. They're really bad. I, I mean, you can just start the Jaguars, terrible. The Lions, they play hard, but they're awful. The Jets, yeah, sure, they got that win versus Tennessee, but they're terrible. Um, the Falcons are awful. They have no defense. The Eagles, even though we gave them a ton of credit earlier in the season, like their offensive defensive lines, granted they've had some injuries on both those fronts, they're a terrible ball club. The Dolphins, wow. I mean, when are they going to start talking about Brian Flores being on the hot seat? Because he's... Uh, he's not. They're, they'll never talk uh, about him. He Well, they, they, uh, they won't. They've got the Tua excuse and all the rest of it. But that team has been... That team just made the change anyway. And I mean, you, you know, if he really didn't believe in it, he... Yeah, isn't... He's old. Yeah, he's like 40. <laughs> he's he's like, love football and I'll watch it regardless. But... It hasn't been overly impressive. I mean, who 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 would you say are the five best teams right now? Buffalo, Kansas City, Tampa Bay. After that, you know, I guess Arizona just because of their record. Oh, I, yeah, I you mean, got I'm not, Arizona up there. I'm not thoroughly convinced they're the best yet, though. Um, and then the fifth spot I thought was the Rams, but... I, 
I had the Rams. I thought they were like top four with Stafford. I mean, they they look incredible. You're not going to put the three and one Bengals in there? <sighs> Funny. <laughs> I'll be here all week. Tip your fucking waiters. It's like the Cowboys have one of the best offenses, but you wouldn't dare put them in the top five conversation. Uh, no. I mean, they're getting there. Yeah, the, another couple wins. Maybe if they get to you know six and one, they if if they had beaten Tampa Bay in the first week of the season and they were undefeated, who would you put ahead, Cowboys or Cardinals? If they had beaten who, Tampa Bay, week one? Yeah, they'd be undefeated. Um, I'd probably put the Cowboys. Cowboys defense is tenth DVOA. Arizona is well, still better at six, but their defense, but but. That also includes the turnovers, right? And they're yeah. getting a lot of lucky interceptions. And, you know, I, I I like their defense. Don't get me wrong. Like, I picked them up uh, in our the fantasy league that we share because they, they put up numbers. But are they going to be able to really stop somebody come crunch time? Uh, like, they seem... I- I mean, they seemed. Name me a team that you that you can say that that's going to happen to anyway, right? Like, I mean, what team has a defense that you're like, oh no, they've got this one? I'll give you the top. I'll give you the top five. DVOA: Buffalo, New Orleans, Cleveland, Carolina, and then Cincinnati. That's garbage. Because look at what look at what happened to Carolina. They just got smoked by the Cowboys. I mean, you know, New Orleans? I mean, they just lost at home to the Giants who marched downfield on them. Yeah, New Orleans is a terrible team. They're terrible. So, you know, I don't know if there is one. I mean, Buffalo, you want to throw Buffalo? I mean, maybe. Maybe. Okay. I mean, Buffalo's played some shitbox teams here over the past couple of weeks. Yeah, they've played nobody. And that, that number is going to dramatically change after this week because the, there's no way Kansas City's not going to score points on them at home. I mean, if if any of these teams, the one the that... Rams, the Rams. Where are the Rams? The Rams defense. Yeah. Oh, they're twentieth. They're terrible, dude. They were terrible they're against not... the run. Remember that that Chicago game? They ran all over them. And I know, the, but they got not, chopped up terrible. last week. They got chopped they're up last terrible. week. They're not terrible. I'm not saying that they're terrible, but they're not a lockdown. I, I would say of all the, I think Cleveland is the one. Cleveland and Buffalo are the two teams that I would say those are the two defenses right now. Mm. Well, you're definitely not going to run the ball against Tampa Bay. If we're talking specific. No, I agree with you. Tampa Bay, uh, what is their, uh, I mean, they got to be in here, but they're, they're going to be low because their secondary is horrendous. So where's Tampa Bay? Right. So their run is four and their yeah. pass is 21. Top, top five run defenses, DVOA again, is Cleveland 1, Buffalo 2, New Orleans 3, Tampa Bay 4, and Indianapolis 5. That indeed, that's garbage too. Like Pittsburgh's defense is probably the best in the NFL if all the guys were healthy. Yeah, no, just, they, I mean, they've been banged up all f- fucking year, man. I mean, all year, all year. It sucks, man. That that team. I feel, and their I actually offense feel is going to put I, their defense under the under the behind the eight ball. Yeah, all year long. Yeah, all year long. That's. I feel really bad for that for that team because that team's actually really good. I thought they were going to be. 
Ben Roethlisberger is so old; he just can't do it anymore. Yeah, he's not good at all. Um, all right. Anyway, I will. Uh, let's just get into the games. Uh, why don't we here? We'll start off. Uh, let's kick it off. First down. First down. All right. So to do the recap of the gambling from last week, the favorites versus the dogs came out even. It was an eight and eight matchup against those two. The Dogs, in their eight wins, had six outright wins. So again, there's tons of dog money to be made here where they're not even covering. I mean, most of the time now, these dogs are winning outright. So last week, you saw the Giants get that win. You saw the Jets win. You saw the Colts win. The Seahawks, Cardinals, and Ravens. All victorious in their underdog matchups. Uh, you know, that Ravens, that, <laughs> I mean, they knocked out Teddy Covers, but man, they, they mopped up on uh, Denver as soon as that was done. Uh, overs, unders went in favor of the unders by a score of 9-7. to seven. And then the teases were their usual. The favorites were 10-6, and six, dogs 13-3. and three, So the dogs were really a lock this week. And then the overs and unders were both teased to 11-5. and five. The teams that had a halftime lead were not as strong as years as weeks prior. So there was some good football in terms of at least uh, drama in these games. Teams with a halftime lead were only 9-5 and 2. Do you want to take a stab? I'll give you give me two of the five teams up at half and lost the game. Oh, I don't have the sheet in front of me. I would say Oh, were the Rams one of them? Were the Rams one of them? Let's dial it up and see. And where is my Los Angeles Rams no. here? Uh, ba, 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 Rams Cardinals. Mm. No. The Saints. The New Orleans Saints. They were favored versus the Giants. It was a push at halftime. They were tied? Yeah, they were tied at halftime. I don't know. I uh, Tennessee? The Tennessee Titans taking on the New York Jets. So you got one of your three guesses. Nice. So the the Jags, that was the first game. That was the Thursday night game. They were up at halftime, 14-0. Uh, Bengals won that one. The uh, Panthers lost a halftime lead. The Titans lost their halftime lead, as did the Falcons and the Patriots. Patriots were up at halftime on that one. And then what a weird game that was, right? I mean, kicking a 56-yarder or whatever the hell it was in the rain. <laughs> whatever, man. Uh, he, he just threw the towel in on that one. But anyway, so that brings us to our bets. And so, in the quest to see which brother knows more, I continue to lose mightily. Uh, in our super contest picks, where we pick the five best, I was two and three, you were one and four. So, as for our weekly picks, 
I was seven and nine, you were six and ten. So I didn't gain that much ground on you. You're still up on the year right now, 27 and 35 to my 26 and 36. Uh, our super contest picks, you're just one game under 500 at 10 and 11, and my super contest picks are five and 15. Uh, you know, there's not really a whole hell of a lot uh, to put the money. I mean, the Sharps last week were 12 and four, they were fantastic with these games. Um, and so right now, it's the Sharps and the Money are the two teams, if you will, that are over 50%. The Money's coming in uh, at 54% against the spread, and the Sharps right now are 52% against the spread. And the teaser is still where it's at. Teasers, uh, the over-unders clocking in at about 65%, and the games are coming in at about 70%. So... We'll give our money picks in a little bit, and we'll give you all the updated ones. But right now, you're still ahead of me in terms of all the picks this year, and you're way ahead of me in your bankroll. That much is for sure. So we will start off talking about uh, the big games. We'll talk uh, two of the games, then we'll run down the rest of the slate. So here we go. Second down. Second down. And we will start off talking about the best game on the docket, and that is the Sunday night football game. It will feature a good one. Second week in a row, this one is pretty good. It will feature the Chiefs hosting the Buffalo Bills. Right now, the Chiefs are three-point favorites early it's early so these numbers really and the numbers are always gotten from the action network it's early but the money is coming in on the chiefs at 55 percent and the bills are getting the tickets at 60 percent sharps are going to lean in on the bills over under in this one is 56 and a half so kind of crazy to me 56 and a half a lot of points no that's a lot is that i did that go up from what i looked at before uh, I don't know. I, I, I pulled these numbers Wednesday, probably about two thirty. So. Oh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of the game before it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fifty six and a half. That's. Well, we were just talking about the Bills' defense. If the Bills' defense is as good as they, you know, as it says it is, as the, the you know, the, the ranking state, the statistics say, then. No, this isn't going to that it's going to be an easy under. I mean, fifty six right? and a half is the highest over under of the week. Yeah, for a, a, a team that has the number one ranked defense DVOA. Now Kansas That's City, tough. Kansas City is thirty second. They are dead last. Yeah, they're horrible. Dead last. Thirty one against the pass, thirty two against the run. I mean, you can't get much worse than the Kansas City defense, which you know their offense is number one. So their offense is one, and their defense is dead last. Buffalo, mind that's you. How, that's how they beat you. That's it. Like That's what it comes down to. I mean, can they do that same thing here? No. I mean, favored by three. Look, if you like the Chiefs, here's the game where you're finally getting the Chiefs with basically, what, the the home the home edge? Three points for home yeah. field? Yeah. And that's basically it. And so, if you like the Chiefs, I mean, it's kind of uh, you know an easy pick here. I I just don't I don't think it's for gambling purposes. I look it, it opened at four and a half, and 
it's moved two points throughout the season, right? The, the, the open lines are what we always see before the season began, correct? Uh, yeah, I mean, whatever it was, I mean, it's come down. Whether it was the yeah, open or the look-ahead line, whatever it might be. Right, right, but right. It's, so come, it's down come down to the three. Right. So right now it's it's at two and a half. Some sites have it at three. The Bills are playing out of their minds on offense. So, I mean, it's going to be tough to get it at three and a half, though, because I think any time that it hits three and a half, it's going to get drilled back down. Right? Because everybody's going to take the hook. Immediately. Right. Immediately. Who's so, yeah, who's not who's not gonna take that? So I mean I don't the, know. The question really becomes <sighs> do you think that the Bills are gonna be able to replicate their past couple of games here in Kansas City at Arrowhead? And I don't I don't know because they haven't really been tested at all. Right? I mean, the Dolphins team versus, you know, a, a second stringer that got no reps all week in uh Brissette, and then they uh, – who did they mop up on last week? Uh, I completely forgot. Oh, the Texans. It, Jesus, the Texans were terrible. Yeah, it was Texans It was are, Miami. They, they, they – two shutouts in a row – or two shutouts out of four so far. Right. right? They, they, didn't, they didn't let Miami score a point, and they didn't let the Texans score a point. I mean, scrimmages for this game. Now, the Kansas City doesn't really have much to hang their hat on. I mean, their offense looked shaky as hell two weeks ago. And then last week, I mean, they, they go in there and they beat up on, on the uh, Eagles, who, you know, just don't look good right now. So not really much of a test for them either. Um, you know, but they did win 42-30. to 30. The only thing is that they gave 30 points to that, that Eagles offense. So now they're going up against the Bills here, and you you know a little bit better of a defense. What what a uh, Buffalo seventeen, Philadelphia sixteen. So it's kind of similar. It's almost a theory of you're you're allowed. To, they're like they go into this, and their defense is like, all right, we're going to give up thirty points or 25, 28 points. That's it. But we have to we have to score more. But we're we're okay with giving up twenty eight points. Yeah, well, I mean, the question in this is going to be, do you think that the Bills can score more points? Yeah, I mean, San Diego. San Diego. Los Angeles went in there a couple weeks ago. They put up a, a you know, a, they played a hell of a game and won at the buzzer there, and they put up 30 points. For how many weeks have, I don't, I don't have it in front of me, have the, have the Chiefs given up 30 points every week? Uh, I don't know. I don't have the results in front of me either, and I'm not going to go go through it right now. But I mean, they're, they're dead last. They give up points everywhere. Uh, yeah. You know, they gave up 30 last week. The week before that, uh, they played wasn't wasn't the Chargers, and there was a bunch I of have turnovers it. in that I game. I have it. They gave they gave up 29 to the Browns, 36 to the Ravens, yeah. 30 to the Chargers, and 30 to the Eagles. So they give up 30 a game. Right, which goes to show you why they're they're pushing this Bills over under at 56 and a half. Exactly, exactly. Because then they scored 42, 33, 35, and 24. So, <clears throat> I don't know. I Honestly, we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but I'm, I'm going to bet the Bills, and I'm going to bet them pretty hard. I, I think they're going to win this game. Yeah, I don't know. I'm taking I'm, – I'm, I mean, whatever. I really – what I should do – each week is just take all the picks that I want to do and just flip them because I'd probably be way better off. But I'm I'm just staying chalk here. I'm taking the Chiefs. 
I mean, the Chiefs, I mean, they, they finally, I mean, thank God, they finally fucking covered last week versus the Eagles. You know, they needed the seven, they got 12. But it's not like they needed the seven and they got 20. You know, they only got 12. Here, they just got to win by the three. Um, so, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, Pro- I'm going probably the, the lowest. This is the lowest spread you're going to get on them all year. Uh, oh, on the on the Chiefs, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'd have to look at their future schedule. I have not looked at each team schedule. Uh, you know, some more than others, but I don't know the Chiefs. But I would imagine that this is going to be one of the closer scoring spreads related to them because they always just make them five to like seven point favorites every week. Yeah, Washington, Tennessee, the Giants, Packers might be pretty low. I mean, this is going to be the game that, especially fantasy people, are going to be watching it. Big because, you know, Stephon Diggs hasn't really had a standout season. And if there's going to be one game that's going to, you know, get the Allen to Diggs combination going, you could see it versus a Chiefs defense that's dead last in the NFL. So I'm interested to see if the Bills can open up their offense and continue, you know, these high-scoring games here against the Chiefs. Um, you know, and another guy, if uh, you know, fantasy wise, Zach Moss. I wanted to talk to you about him uh, this week because we are in need of a running back, and he's quietly gotten like over ten points every week. Touchdown yeah. dependent, though. In full PPR, he has not in half. It, that that league is half PPR, but yeah, he's you know he's kind of their difference maker. Come the red zone, right? He's the guy that goes in. He gets those those green zone slash red zone targets. Well, he's getting he's, way more utilization than last year. Yeah, I mean, and he's missed the game, so he was, you know, they, they he obviously did something wrong, and they sat him down. They they made him inactive, and uh, he's come back. You know, for, compared to last year, he looks better, right? He just did. You see that one play where he just ran. Right over the linebacker at right, the end right, zone. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, so good. I mean, that's what they wanted out of him, right? I mean, yep, that's what they wanted. But there's also Singletary there, the FAU FAU man who just. If it was Zach Moss and all Zach Moss, I think they'd be better. I think the Bills would be even better. But Josh Allen likes to run too. That that offense is incredible. The defense is going to be. That's where we'll. That's going to make the difference in this game. We're going to find out either how good their defense is or how real that team actually is. Yeah, I mean, it, it, this is going to be the game that you're going to look back, and if it ends up being like a 17-point victory you know, by the Chiefs, you're going to be like, oh, man, we should have seen that one coming. Yeah. You know, um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm picking the Chiefs only because it, it's at home. I think the teams are even uh, with their positives and negatives. Uh, it definitely the Chiefs' defense stinks. But if they can get Allen uh, in and, and have him commit an error here or there, maybe an interception or get some kind of turnover going their way, um, I'm not sure if Buffalo's defense, even though it's ranked number one here, is going to be able to necessarily stop KC. You know, KC's loss two weeks ago versus the Chargers was completely dependent on their offense stinking up the fucking joint. I mean, that was all interceptions and turnovers. That cost him that game. Yeah, I don't, I'm I'm very excited. There's nothing better than 
having like a long day of football and then being able to watch a really good game on you know when it's a shitty game on Sunday night you're like oh that sucks oh yeah it stinks it's the worst it's the worst way to end I mean the the past what was the well this this week's past game was the Patriots and the Buccaneers what was the Sunday before that uh Do you remember offhand? Was, it, was it Rams Bears I think that was two weeks ago I can't remember but anyway, it is better when there's a Sunday night game that you can be invested in and you're going to have two back-to-back weeks with one of the best games, if not the best game, on Sunday night football. But you get to start the week off good this week as well because the Thursday night game out in Seattle is going to be another good one. You've got the Rams favorite in this one going into Seattle, favored by two and a half. The Seahawks coming off their victory versus San Francisco. The Rams coming off getting throttled by Arizona. Um, You know, go figure. You know, the Rams, people are still on them from two weeks ago when they beat up on the Bucs. But the Rams favored by two and a half right now. The over-under is 54 and a half. The Sharps are going to come in on the Seahawks. They're going to like the Seahawks there, the home dog. Meanwhile, the early ticket and money are all over the Rams. Tickets are in high, too. Tickets are in at 80%, and the Ram and the money are in on the Rams at 91%. So, Chris, do you do the sharp play here and take Seattle saying, you know what? Seattle won last week. They could have won a couple of these games. They gave them away in the second half. They write the ship here, and they get the victory off a Rams team that might not be that good or as good as they're being billed. No, I think the Rams. I think the Rams are definitely going to win this game. Like this is one of my super picks. I, I just, I as much as I love Seattle and I, and at home they're even tougher to beat. I, I remember like t- a couple weeks ago we saw Tennessee go in there and beat them, right and. I know the in a game that they should have had, though. But the Rams are really good. They did not show up last week. They did not show up last week. Right. And that's okay. And now they got to okay. go on the road. And they got to do it on the road now. I know. But Stafford is is great for that offense. I don't think Henderson's good for that offense, to be honest. I think they should just they should turn into the Kansas City Chiefs and just throw the ball. A thousand times a game. Right. Van Jefferson finally coming around. Remember, Van Jefferson was talked about. Uh, he was a rookie last year, correct? Or is this his third year? In the yeah, two or three years. Either. Whatever. I can't remember. But I remember because it was Aaron Donald talking about Van Jefferson in the preseason of either last year or the year before. Saying that he was super impressed with the rookie and thought he was you know, going to be a baller. And then he didn't really you know, show up. I'm pretty sure this is his second year. Uh, didn't really show up last year. Came through here and there. But this year he's been featured quite a bit. Um, to the uh, chagrin of uh, the Robert Woods owners. And Cooper Cup, Jesus. You know, Cooper Cup is blown up this year. Number one wide receiver scorer, Cooper Cup. Who would have yeah. thought it? I mean, come on. Get out of here with that shit. So, I mean, do you give the Seahawks any chance then? I mean, you're huge on the Rams right now. I mean, you, just, I am. you, you, you don't I, think I am. the Seahawks are going to be able to contain them at all. I, just, I don't. I don't. I think the, I, I like to compare defenses when you're when I'm you know picking a for gambling purposes. I like to compare def, defenses and 
Seattle's defense just isn't that they're not playing up to their potential. They have a lot of good players, but they they don't they're not coming together as a team. It doesn't look like. I think the Rams defense they they got just demolished by a passing attack last week in Kyler Murray and the rest of his gang. But that's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Tyler Lockett's banged up. Chris Carson is banged up. DK Metcalf cannot shoulder the team like people thought he could before the season began. Well, I mean, it's early yet, right? We just wrapped up the preseason, right? Weeks one through four of the preseason. Like it or not, that's what they are. Uh, and through that, Seattle's offense is ranked four. You were talking about their defense. Not so good at 25. Now, the yeah, Ram- Rams come in at 20th on defense, so they're not that much better, but they are better. And the Rams' offense is second. So, I mean, again, th- that's what makes these this game here on Thursday good, right? You got the Rams' second offense, Seattle fourth, and then on defense, they're similar. Rams 20 and Seattle 25. Yeah, it's good. It's it plays out to be a shootout before the you know looking at the game ahead of time. I don't think it's going to be a shootout. These two teams know each other. They hate each other. You know, it, a little. Some of this is a little skewed because the Rams did play uh, uh, the Bucks, right? And the Rams did play the Cardinals. So their defense looks might show as 20th but we know they're not 20th i mean they have ramsey they have aaron donald aaron donald well okay so so let, let me let me cut you off right there because i i know where you're going with this but let's take away aaron donald okay so here here's my here's my beef with the los angeles defense is that aaron donald is phenomenal right and jalen ramsey was phenomenal still really good i don't know phenomenal is, is the word to use with him anymore. However, he's good. Their sa- safeties in Rapp and Fuller are, are pretty solid. But, I mean, you take Aaron Donald away from that defense, and what are they? I mean, I, I, I don't think it's really a standout club. Mm, I don't know. And I, I just, I guess my... The point that I'm saying in that is that I, I can't look at this game, Seahawks versus the Rams, and just look at Aaron Donald and been like, oh, yeah, the Seahawks offense is going to be sh- shut out because Aaron Donald's just going to wreak havoc. havoc. I, I, I can't do that. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I kind of think that if you put both teams with all of their stud players together, I wonder if Seattle might have the better defense. No, they don't. Bobby Wagner, Jamal Adams. You got Quandre Diggs, Trey Flowers on the corner. They're not better, dude. No matter which way you spin it, they're not. I mean, if you take their top two players, it's going to be Wagner and Adams versus Donald and Darnold, Ramsey. Uh, Donald and Ramsey. Um, and you probably go with the other two. So then you got to go to the supplemental players and see how that offense works. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm... I'm I'm going to go with Seahawks here. Uh, I My gut wants to go with the Rams, and this is probably too reactionary a pick because I probably would have done the Rams had they not gotten their doors blown off. But Seattle's at home. Like you said, these two teams know each other. You know, you're giving me a home dog here. 
the public's all over the Rams as of Wednesday. Games tomorrow night. You know, this is the anti anti public pick. <laughs> anti public. The anti public pick. No, I, I I'm go- I'm going to go with the Rams. I I just I don't force it. They were undefeated going into last week. Um, um, it's 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 something. Uh, I'll make a horse racing reference. When you're looking at a racing form and you have a team and you have a horse that shows you something four races in a row or three races in a row, and then all of a sudden finishes tenth, you cross it out, right? Yeah, I'm no, I got cross- you. I'm going to cross this out, that that last week out, and and I think after this week we'll know, right? I'm I'm going to know if I'm going to keep going with the Rams or I'm not going to go with the Rams. But for now, I'm sticking with them. Well, that's funny because that kind of goes back into what I was talking about when we all started about there just being a lot of shitty football, right? Because usually you take four games and you kind of put the teams into certain categories and I don't think that the whipsaw nature of these teams has stopped yet. You see a team that looks good, then they look like shit. You see a team that looks like shit, all of a sudden they look good. So, again, this might be, in my pick of the Seahawks, a completely whipsaw pick where I would would have went with the Rams 10 out of 10 times last week had this game been played last week. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you know, this week I turn around and I pick the Seahawks. You're doing the complete opposite. You're just chalking up last week to you know a, a one week thing, and you're going with the Rams. I get it. Yeah. Yep. I get it. All right. So those are the top two games. Let's go into the rest of the NFL schedule. Third down. And we will start with the Sunday morning game. Well, really early morning if you're on the West Coast. But uh, here on the East Coast, it's going to be a 9.30 kickoff. Why? Because this game is out in London. It is the Falcons playing as the away home team versus the Jets. Falcons are a three-point favorite currently. Over-under is at 46 points and right now the only thing is that the money is coming in huge on the Jets at 81%. So are you a believer in this one game overtime victory of the Jets? Zach Wilson has redeemed himself. Robert Sala has gotten everybody back versus a win versus a Tennessee team who didn't have their top two receivers and lost their like third guy mid-game to, I think, an ACL. Uh, Reynolds, he went down. I didn't see it, but he was grabbing his knee, and I, I think he got carted off. So, I, you know, are you putting stock in that victory and saying that they can once again here go on the road and beat up on a Falcons team who, I mean, shit, they're not that good, are they? No, they're really not. I actually wrote... Atlanta first, and then I change it to the Jets. I, I, I really don't know which way to go on this game. I, I, I have zero interest in betting this game. Oh, I, I do. I, I, I have, don't care about this game at all. This game is way more interesting in fantasy for than it is in reality. <laughs> like this, this, this game is just fun to wake up on a Sunday morning and know you have football to go. You know, like coming up soon. Yeah, like for I, sure. It'll be fun to watch I, it on a Sunday morning. 6.30 right, I, I, on, in the morning for California people. Jesus. Yeah, yeah that's a little too early. It's that's a little too way early. too early. But 9.30 Eastern time is perfect because it's just a great way to lead you directly into the 1 o'clock games. But, I mean, for shits and giggles, I'm going to pick the Jets. 
You're picking the Jets. I am actually on the other side. I know Atlanta is not good. Uh, their defense is ranked 29th. Their offense, not much better in at 31st. And Matt Ryan doesn't look good at all. But I just can't get behind, you know, this Jets team. I, I, I Because they're local here in New York, I watch them. Defense isn't terrible. Their offense is putrid. I mean, it, they, they basically, this is the two worst offenses in the NFL right now. Atlanta at 31 and the Jets at 32. Um, so I'm just going to go with the Falcons here. Can't say it's a home game because it's not. It's an away home game. Um, I just, I, I don't have faith in the Jets being able to replicate last week's performance, which, you know, they got versus a completely banged up Tennessee team. And the Falcons, I mean, for better or for worse, they, they've been playing the same guys week in and week out. Um, you know, they, they got to get something going here. I, Calvin Ridley has really struggled this year. Do you have him on any of your fantasy teams? Yes, we have him on a bunch of teams. Yeah, well, we, but do you individually? Yeah, I have him. He was my second overall pick in Lost in the Fog. Yeah, well, we, I mean, when we were talking about him, everybody was scared. Oh, yeah, are we, I remember these conversations that we had on the pod about, well, he should be able to do it, uh, you know, even without Julio Jones because he did it last year without Julio Jones. And he, that can't, he can't do it. He couldn't be farther from the truth. So anyway, um, I, we've already talked too much about Falcons-Jets. So I'm taking the Falcons. You're taking the Jets. Next game is going to be the Pats in Houston uh, facing off against the Texans, the lowly Texans, David Sills. I mean, just a shitbox Texans team. Pats favored by nine. Over-under is 39-and-a-half. Uh, early money on the Pats a little bit, and the Sharps are on the Texans. Are you taking the Texans? Is there any way you can go on the Texans? No. I can't. I can't. They're, I, it's nine I, points. I have, it's nine points at home. I, I get it, and the Patriots have zero offense, but I just can't. I, no. can, I can't. They're, they're going to get a lead, and then they're going to just they're going to run them to death. The Pats are going to get a lead, and then they're just going to run and run and run and run. This game's going to go real quick. This game's going to go – it's going to be real slow for a person watching it. But the Patriots' defense is is pretty good. I mean, they just shut down Tampa's offense. It was in the rain. It was in the rain, and it was at home. But – I, no, there's not a chance the Texans cover this. I, at least them. Yeah, Patriots. Patriots defense second versus the pass DVOA eleventh overall. I the only thing that scares me about this game is the nine points. It's a lot of points, but I also am with you. I am going to take the Patriots. The next game will be in Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers that we just talked about versus the Patriots. They escaped there with a narrow victory. They now get to go back home and they will face off against their Florida rival, the Miami Dolphins. I don't know if that's a rivalry, but whatever. I just made it one. The Dolphins, they're 10-point favorites. The over-under is 48. The tickets and money, pretty hefty on the Bucks. 70% of the tickets, 67% of the money. The Sharps are going to slide in there. 10 points is too much. You're talking about a two-digit spread. They don't like it, so the Sharps are going to be taking the Dolphins. So where does that leave you? 
by the way, this is very much a rivalry, and everybody down here gets very excited when something like this happens. I see. I, well, I don't know. I when <coughs> I lived down in Florida five years. I don't remember it too much of his rivalry, but you know, if they do, fantastic. Rivalries are good. It's more now because of Brady, right, and because of how good. Oh, the I guess are. because he played in the AFC East, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Okay. Right, 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 right. Well, I guess the question uh, is: is ten points too much for a Bucks team that uh, you know? They, ha- I, the they question don't have is, any defense is, to speak of. The question is, do the do the Dolphins have an offense to speak of? Oh, true that. Is, I mean, they're pretty terrible. Is Jacoby, is Jacoby Brissett going to throw? Uh, like, can he throw the ball? Like, no, nothing has gone right for the Dolphins this year, including their offense. I, I mean, everybody, including myself, that bit on the Miles Gaskin fake. God damn, ugh. that has just been terrible. So or the Will F- or or the Will F- Fuller fake who oh god that guy always gets hurt I mean uh, enough enough with not that last guy. year not last year I wonder he's why out he for get hurt three weeks year. this three weeks uh, IR with what broken thumb broken finger or something like that yeah so I, I mean I wonder uh, I wonder how he made it through the entire season last year I don't know who knows but. Well, could, could be the p- p- performance enhancing drugs he got screwed for. That could be it. That could be it. But it doesn't matter because he's going to be IR for three weeks as it is now. So the Dolphins lose him. It doesn't really matter because Brissett doesn't really throw down the ball downfield. Uh, yeah, I'm taking Bucks, man. This I don't even know why we're talking about this. This game's garbage. Uh, because it's ten points. It's the same argument with the Texans. I, you know, if I was a if I was as sharp, I probably would go on the Texans just because of the ten points, just being too much. But it doesn't matter uh, to me. I also am with you. I'm taking the Buccaneers there. The Panthers will be hosting the Eagles. The Eagles that you know a lot of people loved early, and now nobody likes anymore. This game is fairly close though in the spread column because the Panthers are only favored by three and a half. The over-under is 45 points, and right now, everything is on the Panthers, especially the money. Early again, this is Wednesday, but 93% of the money pool is on the Panthers. Um, I I can't decide on what I want to do here. There's part of me that thinks the Eagles are going to come back out of nowhere and have a good game, and the Panthers are shaky, but... Panthers' offense is shaky, I should say. I'm not a full believer in the Sam Darnold experiment. However, the Panthers' defense is really good, and I think it's probably good enough to get the victory here. I would love it at three, more than three and a half. That hook scares me. I'd rather take the push if they needed to eke out a win. But I'm going to go with the Panthers here. Uh, I'm not going to go with the the Panthers. You're not doing it. You like Nick Sirianni. You like Hurts. Devontae Smith. I, I, I just don't like the Panthers. I, I know that they played really well, you know, first couple games of the season. But I think the real Carolina Panthers came out last week against the Dallas Cowboys. I think that's who they really are. I don't think they're as good as people. What's his name? Is five rushing touchdowns. Who? Uh, Darnold has five rushing touchdowns. Sam Darnold, yeah, their I, quarterback. I, I, I hate touchdown stats because I, I think it's situational, and I, you know I don't know if it's really predictive of anything. Uh, that's just my own personal opinion. But I mean, look, Car- it's this is about Carolina's defense. Carolina's defense is fourth in the league, fifth against the pass, eighth against the run. Right, so 
you know, I, I mean, the Eagles' offense has not been good. Their coaching doesn't look to be that good. Um, you know, and, and I just think that Carolina is going to be able to get it done here at home, and they, you know, they just basically have three in the hook. So they I, barely beat the Jets. They beat up on the Texans, although that game actually was a game until the end of the third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter. They they smoked the Saints. I don't. Nobody knows what happened in that game, other than maybe the Saints are just that bad. And then they got crushed by the Cowboys. So they beat up on the Saints, who we who the the jury's still out on. They barely beat the Jets. They 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 beat the Texans handily, but the game was still you know whatever. And now you're good. Now now they have to play the Eagles. Now this game's in Carolina, right? The Eagles haven't done shit all year, and they've looked terrible in their losses. I know mistakes I know. abound. You know everything they say about the the Panthers. I you know. They haven't been really mistake prone, and they just traded for Asante Samuel. Or, or not, why do I keep saying Asante Samuel? Stephen Gilmore. So, you know, maybe you know. I mean, that that could fill up that J.C. Horn spot that got vacated. Dude, you're so old. How do you? How? Why Asante Samuel? I don't know because he was like, there. He was there. Stu- the because he was their stud. He was their stud cornerback back in the day, and his son now is a stud cornerback for the Chargers. So it's in my back head. Back in the day, like twenty years ago. Oh Jesus! What do you, I mean? Uh, you are a stupid uh, asshole. I got it. Okay, so I'm done with this game. You're picking the Eagles. I got it. <laughs> In Minnesota, the Vikings will be taking on the Lions in this NFC North battle to be, you know, fought and clawed and kneecaps bitten off and all the rest of that Dan Campbell shit. The Lions let me down last week. I picked them. They're underdogs by nine here in Minnesota. This is a trifecta game. The Sharps plus the tickets and the money are in on the Vikings. Still early yet, but 49 and a half is the over-under Nine points is a lot of points uh, in this one. I don't know what to do with this one. I have no clue. I, I, I mean, I think I'm just going to go with no, – I can't go with the Lions. I, I don't know. What are you going to do here? I haven't th- – this game is – I'm, I'm going to go Vikings. I we, we thought last week we had a discussion about it for a couple minutes about how well the Lions actually played despite their record. And, and if you they, they passed the eye test a lot of the weeks. They were horrible last week. Yeah, and they lost. Uh, they lost DN too at the same time. He he went out with uh, Achilles. Um, I forgot his name already, but uh, yeah, the, yeah, he tore his Achilles or ACL or something. Uh, Achilles. So second second play, they lost to Achilles. The, the Achilles and knee injuries on the turf this year, all over the league, has been insane. Um, yeah, you're going there. I guess I'm going there too. I, nine points is way too much for me. I hate to give. Kurt Cousins, nine points, but so be it. Uh, I'll take it because, you know, I went with the Lions finally, and they let me down, and, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, I'm an asshole. So, all right, so the Jaguars. Oh, my God, this story. I can't even talk about the Jaguars. I'm so tired of the Urban Meyer. Move on. It's so stupid. He he should have just said, I'm out. I love like the conspiracy gonna, go- theory that he's trying to get himself fired. Have you heard that he one? Is. You think he so? Is. I mean, come oh, on, yeah. really? He wants the USC job. He doesn't want this job. This job's garbage. 
Uh, so he's going to go out like that and blow up, you know, and, and like piss off his wife, unless he's just saying to his wife, "Hey, I'm going to." It's such a, it's such a disastrous way to go about it. I, I, I mean, I love a good conspiracy as much as the next man, probably more so, but I can't get on board with that one. I mean, to get yourself this, fired. I mean, why to keep the cash? I, I don't know. I who knows this 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 job is horrible. I I. As much as I love football, if I were, and, and I have zero experience, obviously, but if someone came to me tomorrow and said, hey, you want to be the Jaguars head coach, I'd probably say no, because this seems horrible. Yeah, it's really bad. Uh, anyway, the, the Jaguars are home. I, I didn't even get the teams out yet. The Jaguars are at home. They're facing off against the Titans. Titans are favored by 4.5 here. Over-under is 48.5. The Sharps are picking the Jags because the Sharps always just pick the, the the opposite pick. And meanwhile, tickets and money all over the Titans. 88% of the tickets, 90% of the money pool on the, on the Titans here. Uh, I'm, picking the, I'm picking the Titans. The Jaguars really stink, and there's nothing good about the team. I can't find a single thing. And even Trevor Lawrence, I, you know, I don't know how good he is. I think he's good, but he's the only thing that – he's going to want out. I mean, he's, he's going to get out of there. He's not, gonna, he's not a Jag for life. That's the shit truth. Well, we got um, at least four years before we're going to come to that. I don't think they'll make it that long. I, I think they'll trade him. I that I don't think he's their answer. They need way more pieces. How, no, it's the NFL, gonna... dude. The NFL. If you don't have if you don't have a quarterback, you don't have shit. So I mean, unless he's terrible, they're not going to just trade him for picks and stuff. No way. That ain't happening. Mm, like a, a Tua for Trevor Lawrence plus. Oh, like how stop good. with the Tua. God, I mean, you want to talk about somebody who's horrendous. I mean, the Tua thing is is dead in the water, right? Yeah, I mean, they're trying to get rid of him. They, they're trying to— I mean, Miami screwed themselves by taking him because it just put him in a bad spot. They, they had all those draft picks, and they wasted them. Last yeah, year. well, I mean, look, you need a quarterback to compete in the NFL. I get it. Tua was the number one pick, you know, before the injury. However, the injury was pretty significant, and you just were taking a flyer on him at, on him at a very high draft position. Now everybody's talking. I heard uh, Boomer and uh, Boomer and Geo this morning talking about you know how they blew it, you know, by not taking a bear uh, Herbert instead of. To yeah, him, which is like everybody could have said that, right? I mean, Herbert in hindsight should have been the number one pick of that draft. So I'm not going to go there. I'm just saying Tua was not the guy. I did not think Tua was the guy. We're talking about the Do- Dolphins now. Let's talk about the Jags, Titans, Jags. Who are you taking? Titans. You're taking the Titans. So the two of us are on the Titans. The Steelers hosting the Broncos. Steelers favored by one here. Broncos don't know who their quarterback's going to be. In all likelihood, it's going to be Drew Locke. Over-under is 39.5. Sharps on the Broncos. Everything else on the Steelers. I am going to take the Steelers here because I like punishment. What? Because you like punishment, you said? Yes, I like punishment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That not make sense? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I'm okay. gonna take the Steelers. I'm gonna take the Steelers too, because I'm not gonna bet on Drew Locke. There's not a chance in this world that you will ever find Chris Eggie's money bet on Drew Locke. If it not was Teddy Bridgewater, happen. who are you taking? I know the spread's gonna be different too, though. Yeah, I take Bridgewater. 
Yeah, I'll, I, I'll take. I, I think it would probably be an insta pick on the Broncos, regardless of the spread, if it was Bridgewater in there. Yes. So. Yeah. The Bengals coming off their big Thursday win last week come from behind that is Mr. Uh, uh, what do you call it, Burrow, checks out of a play late in the game, gets them all the big yardage for the field goal. They are now going to be hosting the Packers, who just beat said Steelers in Green Bay. Right now, Packers are favored by three. Over under is 51. The ticket's all over the Packers right now at 81%, but the Sharps are going to come in on the Bengals. So, Bengals, are you are you a big believer in this Bengals squad? I, I am. I said this before the season began. I, I do believe in them. I do not, however, believe they can beat Green Bay yet. I don't think they're they're good enough to beat Green Bay. They're, the leading safety for Cincinnati, Jesse Bates, he had a neck injury. If he's out, that makes a massive difference in this game, too. So... You know, we I, we picked up Cincinnati in in on Matri- in the Matrix League as well, and that was before what's his name got hurt. Bates got hurt. He's kind of their captain of the, of the defensive backs. So, and we all know Aaron, Aaron Rodgers can throw the ball. I I don't know if Cincinnati beats them. I'll be I'll be impressed. I'll be thoroughly impressed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is one of the. Either the Bengals team is better than everybody's been giving them credit for, which I would think would be crazy because, I mean, they they needed a monster come from behind victory versus the Jaguars. Or everybody is dis- – this line stinks to me. I'm taking the Packers. I don't know what Vegas knows that I don't know. But the Packers here versus a Bengal team that, uh, you know, struggled versus the Jaguars, I can't figure it out for the life of me. For me, I'm in on the Packers here. You know, I, I don't know what would what would make me vote or vote uh, pick the the Bengals. I'm not doing it. I'm taking the Packers here. I think this could be the game that you turn around next week and you're just like, oh Jesus, why was anybody giving the Bengals credit in that one? Yeah, I, I don't think this game is going to be too close whatsoever. So you're taking the Packers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's Definitely. what I'm asking. Okay. Yeah. So the final game of 1 o'clock <clears throat> is the Washington football team hosting the Saints. Currently, this is another road dog here. So you've got, uh, well, you know, you want to exclude that Falcons-Jets game because that's away. But you've got one, two, three, four home dogs here in the 1 o'clock hour. This one being the Washington football team. They are underdogs by one and a half points versus New Orleans. The over-under is 44 and a half. Right now, tickets heavy on the Saints at 73%. And the Sharps coming in on the Washington football team. I hate both of these teams. Saints really let me down last week. Um, not being able to get it done versus the Giants, and they didn't look good doing so. Washington football's team is broken all over the place. I don't know what to do with this. I think I'm just going to take the Washington football team because the Saints screwed me against the Giants in my giant pick. I I don't know what to do either. I went back and forth on this one. I think New Orleans will probably... Well, listen, they, they really shouldn't have lost to the Giants. They gave up. They just like stopped playing well, at the, the end. A couple, they couple were big up, plays. They were up by. I, was it? They were up by <coughs> eleven, right? They were up yeah, by 11. eleven, and that whole thing changed because they have a defensive breakdown, and Saquon Barkley ends up wide open, just going down the sideline by himself. To, uh, Danny Jones hits him, 
in full stride, and there you go. You get the two-point conversion. That made it, you know, three, and then they get the field goal, tie it. So, I don't know. The problem for me with the Saints is that they have no quarterback. They really don't. And this whole Jameis Winston to uh, Tyson Tyson Hill, I, I mean, enough of that shit. You got one quarterback or you got none, right? That's how it is. And so, for me, I'm going to take Heineke because I think Heineke is the best of the quarterbacks in this one. I think he's better than Jameis. I think he's better than Hill. And, I, you know, I think the defense, they're not playing well. They're playing like shit, actually. But I think they're way better than that. And they just they got to put the piece together. This might be the game. I'm going to go with the Saints, man. I, I think they're going to right their wrongs and, and they're going to come back. And I, I, Washington's defense is not good, man. Not good at all. And and I don't trust them for one second. I don't trust them either. But I, I, it's not. I don't trust them not because of the talent. There's just something off. Uh, you know, they're, they're just not getting. There was a whole ESPN. Uh, they were they were pumping. Uh, Marcus Spears did a nice little uh, you know two minute blurb about their defensive line and how they're all just going for sacks and so they're opening up all these crazy lanes, which uh, what do you call Josh Allen took advantage of. You, I, the thing is that the Saints look right. So week one they beat. Green Bay, right, in that crazy, you know, away home game. And then they get the win versus the Patriots, which was, you know, fluky as well. And then they lose to the Giants. I just, I don't know. Uh, but then again, I, I say that, and then I'm going with the Washington football team. Like, <laughs> what, am I stupid? Uh, enough. I don't know. Anyway. I don't I- know. They, <clears throat> they opened the season beating the Packers, and everybody thought they were going to be Super Bowl champs. Yeah, but they did it with, like, Winston had 150 yards passing. It was like, it, if you watch that game, Green Bay's defense didn't play at all. It was like Green Bay took the game the week off. I don't know. Again, I, I hear you. I mean, the Washington football team, to get behind them and that defense is pretty tough. But we're going to be on opposite yeah. sides on that one. And that will take us to the 4 o'clock games. Your Raiders hosting the Bears. Raiders, 5.5-point favorites, over under 44.5 points. The Sharps are obviously going to be taking the Bears. Why? Because everybody is on the Raiders right now. 71% of the tickets, 93% of the money. Uh, I picked the Raiders in this one. Chalky as hell, but that's what I am. I am a square. I like chalk, and I think the Bears team stinks. Their line Bears sucks. Team, Bears, team, Bears suck, but... <sighs> I don't know. I just can't believe the Raiders are five-point favorites. This this seems more like a three-point game than a five-point game. I'm still going to take the Raiders because I take the Raiders every week regardless of spread. But I don't know. We'll see how Justin Fields does. They're probably going to – what's the over-under in this? 44 and a half. Be, it's nothing. What? Yeah. They oh, don't I think the Bears over. are going to score I, any points. Oh, I don't believe that. They're going to score. The Raiders defense can't stop anybody. I make. I was about to make a funny joke. Like even if they get paid to, like they do get paid to do it. But uh, dad, dad joke. There you go. Well, you're a dad now, so welcome to the yeah. club. Yeah, they can't stop anybody at all. There's they're not stopping anybody's offense. So, oh, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm going Raiders. They're my team. You know that. So. Yeah, I got it. I'm with you. We're both on the same side of that one. Chargers-Browns. This game is going to be played in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium. Hopefully, lightning doesn't stop this one from starting. The Chargers are favored by 1.5 points. The over-under is 46.5. The squares are slightly on the Chargers, but the 
money, and the Sharps are on Cleveland. Everything about me says take Cleveland in this game, and I can't do it. No, I, I'm with you. I, that's Vegas made this spread two points after you think it was – I think it would be bigger than that. But I keep going back and forth on this because this is – I'm going to do a couple teasers today, this week. And the second teaser I got, I'm back and forth on do I jack up the Browns to eight or do I or do I put, break through the line with the Chargers and, and make them – you know, four point underdogs. I, I I'm gonna go with Chargers with the two. I I think that's a field goal. I think this is a field goal game, one way or the other. I think either it's Browns or Chargers. You know, like this this seems like a game that's gonna go right down to the end of the line. Yeah, well, this feels to me that Vegas is making it close, and the people that uh, you know, the pros as compared to the Joes, are going to say the Browns' defense is really good. Baker Mayfield isn't as bad as everybody thinks he is. People aren't really watching the games, or else they would say that the Cleveland team is just better than the Chargers. I can't get on board with that, so I'm going to be on the Chargers as well as the one and a half. I'm taking the better of the two quarterbacks. I, you know, Herbert is better than. Mayfield, it's not even a question. Um, yes, the Browns run the ball really well, but I don't know. It's the Chargers after that big win, so maybe it's just gassing on something that isn't uh, as good as the Monday night billing, but I'm going to go with the Chargers as well. Then the next game is going to be NFC East battle between the Giants coming off that big win, their first win of the year, and the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys favored by seven here, over under 52. Everything is on the Cowboys, the Sharps, the tickets, and the money in by a good margin, 80% on both the tickets and the money. Uh, I am taking the Cowboys, and I'm not thinking twice about it. The Giants should not have won last week. They were losing by 11, and they basically were handed the game. It's not going to happen here in Dallas. Uh, I tend to disagree. I believe that the Giants are going to ride that victory into a couple weeks of playing teams real tight. I, I mean, whatever. Okay, your lips to God's ears, because as a fan, I, I you know, I, I'd love to get something out of this season. Um, however, the problem with last week was that the Saints' offense sucks, and they have no identity. And up eleven, they didn't know how to close the game. The Cowboys just throw up points, and I don't know how the Giants are going. I, the Giants can keep up with the points for sure. The question is going to be how many are they really going to be able to stop. And, you know, look, if this Giants defense is worth anything, and if you're looking at the stats, they're not. The 27th uh, DVOA, and it's 24 against the pass, 26 against the run. Um, I-, I could see the Cowboys just going up two scores and, and you know, never getting it down under seven. Um, but, look, seven points is a lot versus, you know, Daniel Jones, who is playing well. He's playing well. Um, so you like the you like the Giants because seven is too much, or you like? Yeah, I mean, don't, yeah, 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 seven is too much. I, don't get me wrong, I love the Cowboys. Like I, I, I've been on them all year. I just it's especially against the Giants. I'm I'm essentially picking against you know our our heritage of just loving the the Giants. So I I'm gonna, the seven points is a lot. It's it's a lot. Okay. I don't I don't think they're I don't think they're gonna cover it. Yeah. 
I got you. So the final 4 o'clock game will be a good one. Could be a good one. We'll see. It's going to be the Trey Lance initiation. He is going to be getting the start under center. Jimmy Garoppolo will be out. Uh, the 49ers are the underdog currently facing off against the Cardinals in Arizona. So the over-under is 50 points. Right now, the money coming in heavy on the Cardinals at 87%. The ticket's also in favor of the Cardinals. And the Sharps have not made a pick yet in this one. Five and a half, a lot of points. And I guess the question becomes... Do you think that the Cardinals are going to be able to win by such, I mean, I would say it's a hefty margin, five and a half points, versus a 49er team with Kyle Shanahan? I mean, they're they're banged up. I mean, as a squad, that is. You know, they need a lot of things to come together here. They have not had the season that they imagined originally. Injuries have really hurt that team in multiple aspects, especially the a secondary, but I mean, I don't know. I, I think five and a half is, is a lot. This game, I, I can't really go either way with because this is the Trey Lance factor. He comes in there and nobody knows what to make of him yet. Yeah, I, uh, the Cardinals are very, their offense is incredible. Shanahan's definitely going to have a plan to try and stop Kyler Murray because it all goes through him. I just don't think they're going to have enough firepower to keep up with them. I, I'm surprised it's such such a low spread. Yeah, I, I I can't get behind Trey Lance. That's the real question mark in my book is that I, I've seen the same thing from him from the preseason through the, you know, the, the select downs that he's gotten to play in the regular season, and that is he's got a great arm, he's got a great deep ball, he can make the big plays – but, I mean, can he do the rest of it? And I don't know if he can do the rest of it. And the Cardinals right now are, are really humming. Uh, they, they're way, playing way better than I had given them credit for up to last week. I mean, last week's game was pretty impressive in my eyes. So I don't know if the 49ers are going to be able to do it here. Again, their secondary is too banged up. Their offense is starting a new quarterback. So I'm taking the Cardinals in the 5.5. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Cardinals too. I, I think that they'll they'll probably win by a couple of touchdowns if I had to guess correctly. All right, and that leaves one final game on our podcast here to talk about, and that is the Monday night game. It is going to feature the Ravens hosting the Colts. Ravens seven-point favorites over under 46 points. Money is split right now. Tickets a little bit in on the Ravens, but Monday night game, this is very early. So, Ravens, seven points. Pretty hefty of a spread. Do you like it? I do. I do. I, I think that they are way better than their regular. They, I, I don't know, man. They, they shock me the way that they play because they almost go into it like we're better than every team and then they get punched in the face and then they have to play. Well, yeah. Does that make Yeah, yeah, I, make I, sense? I get it. You know, I mean they 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 could have lost versus the Lions. They got that monster uh, you know, field goal. And then last week they go up against the Broncos. They knock out, you know, Teddy Covers and that was basically the end of the game right there. So, I mean, yeah, here I look. They're not really giving the Colts any kind of credit here. It's seven points. 
you know, they it, should be four and zero. Like let's all let's get this straight. They sh- they shouldn't have lost to the Raiders in that first week of the season. Should never have happened. Lamar Jackson played horrible. They should easily be four and zero right now, and everybody would have a whole different view of that team. I don't. I don't know. I, I think right now. I think. I mean, look for the injuries that they they've been battling for them to be favored by seven here. It's really given the Colts no credit at all. I mean, the Colts have not had a good year for sure, but they were in a couple of games. They won last week in Miami. I never thought there a shot in hell that the Colts were going to win that game, and they they pummeled they pummeled Miami on the road. So they played the Rams tough at home. Um. You know, the, the, the Colts have not been terrible, and they're doing it all without, like, their linemen. They're all hurt. <laughs> Nelson's out. Um, tackle's out. So, I don't know. I, I mean, but again, on the road here, Monday Night Football, Baltimore could be a different story. So, you like you like the Ravens in the seven? Yeah, I do. 100%. I love the Ravens this week. I think I like them as a tease more than I like. I mean, seven points is just a lot. Just a lot. Should I go there? Oh, whatever. I, I mean, I, I literally have only picked two underdogs so far. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go with the favorites here. So, if the favorites win, I am going to have a week. And if they don't, uh, I am just going to yeah, be up oh, shit. I only took, I'm with you. I only took one, two. I, you got four. Three, four. Yeah, I didn't take that many either. I, you got I, the Jets, Eagles, Giants, and Bills. Yeah. All right, so that brings us to the segment of all segments, the gambling segment. Fourth down. Okay, so here we are. Last week, I once again did not have a single winner. Not a one. I came close with the teaser, but the Saints screwed me. As for you, sir, you came close, but the Lions screwed you on your teaser and then your parlays didn't come in. But you did hit on your Cowboys straight-up win. So I think in the end, you basically lost uh, 100 bucks. I lost another 200 So I am really up Shit's Creek. My payroll went from 1000 down to 380 So I've lost about 600 bucks in change. So you got the over-unders that you picked last week. You had the card, Cards, Rams over, Bills, Texans under. Um, I had you as well with the Cards, Rams, uh, or with the Bills, Texans, but I lost the Rams, Arizona. You lost your knockout with the Steelers, uh, or with tight. You lost your survivor with the Titans. I lost my knockout with the Giants, but we both had the other ones. Uh, I can't believe that. I can't believe I lost my survivor four weeks into the season. Yeah, well, I mean, it was the Titans, man. I, you know, I actually picked the Jets. I didn't pick in the win, but God, uh, that was unbelievable. I couldn't believe the Giants. I mean, Giants, they were they were down eleven. They were down eleven. They came back and won that game. That was a knockout. Uh, loss that really hurt me. But anyway, so we didn't do good last week in our picks. So let's fire it up this week and see if we can do any better. Uh, I'm usually getting it to you. I'll do the super picks to start. I took the Chiefs at home. I took all home teams, even though one is a uh, off home team. A, the Chiefs I took, I took at the Raiders, I took the Falcons, I took the Panthers, and I took the Chargers. So who are you going wow. with your top five? Uh, I'm going to go Rams. You're going to go Rams. Tampa Bay. Bucks. Titans. Titans. Uh, I am taking the Cardinals. Cards. 
And then I'm, I, I'm stuttering because I put L.A. I took the other L.A. team, too. I took the Chargers as well. Okay, so we're both on the Chargers. Yeah. That's the only team that we share this week. So you are kicking my royal ass in with the betting. So why don't you just start off? I only have one bet this whole week because I'm just going to let it ride on something. So, all right. So I'm at I'm at 26.25 overall. I'm going to bet a little bit of money this week to try and keep growing this this bankroll. So. I'm going to do my, my typical $50 money line, three-team parlay. I'm going to take the Eagles at plus 160. I'm going to take the Titans at minus 200. And then the Buffalo Bills at plus 130. Okay. All right. And... What are you putting on that? 50, you said? F- yeah, 50. For what? Uh, I couldn't get the total because right, the DraftKings yeah, yeah, so app was, yep, was at, acting up. Uh, and then I'm going to use those three plus the Ravens in a four-team $100 tease to pay 360 And that's going to give me the Eagles at plus 9.5, the Titans at plus 2, the Bills at plus 8.5, and, and the Ravens at minus 1. Gotcha. So you're doing the money line parlay into a tease, and you're adding the Ravens into it. And you're going to put how much on that? 100 bucks. Okay. Next up for you? So I'm going to do uh, a second $100 tease. Okay. And in that tease, I'm going to use the Pats, bring that down to two and a half. Gotcha. The Bucks. Down to four. Okay. The Vikings down to two and a half. Okay. And I'm going to break through with the Chargers and put, and get plus four on that. Okay. And I'm going to do a hundred on that too. Sounds good. hundred to win 360. And then depending on the injury reports as the, as the week goes along, I'm thinking about doing $100 on the Titans, but I want to see how the the injuries play out as the week goes on. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, they're banged up to all hell right now. Yeah. So do you like anything else? I mean, no, that right it. now this, is, is that's, at that's, least 250 plus another 100 so it could be 350 if you end up doing the could Titans. Could be 350 yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, 250 is probably—the I'm, I'm, two teasers and, and the money line Parlay, I think, are what I'm going to go with. We'll see how the week goes. Okay, well, then that leaves me. So I got about 380 left in the bank. I'm putting 300 down on a two-team tease. I'm just going to try to keep it as simple as I can. So I am going to take the Patriots, who are at home— favored by nine i am going to bring them down to a three-point favorite so i wish it could go down to like eight and a half so i could get to two and a half but not so much so i'm going to bring them down the best i can and so right now that'll be three i just don't believe anything about the texans here uh even though they are at home they do have players that can play long ball in Brandon Cooks. They don't have a quarterback that can get them there. Belichick has a feast on rookie quarterbacks, much less in quarterbacks that are not so good. He just had to spend a week game planning for Tom Brady, and this should be, you know, like uh, sleeping for him in order to come up with something to keep them under. So I'm going to take the Pats in the three, and then I'm doing my anti-giant pick here. You know, the Cowboys 
are going to win this game. That, that, that's it. There's no argument about that for me because the Giants are lucky to have gotten out of New Orleans alive. They got gifted a touchdown on a defensive breakdown, and then they were able to get this two-point conversion, and then all of a sudden, you know, New Orleans stopped playing. So the thing about the Cowboys is that they're going to throw the ball all game long. And even if the Cowboys stay in this, you're going to need to see the Giants defense on the road all of a sudden turn it up and get turnovers and the rest of it, and I just can't see it. So I'm going to take the Cowboys. I'm going to throw that six in there, and I'm going to bring them down to one. So they just have to win the game. So, again, throwing the the dice a little bit with the Pats, getting the three points, but, I mean, it is the Texans. I mean, it doesn't even matter that's on the road. So I'm taking the 300, and I'm putting it on Cowboys minus one and Pats minus three, and that's it. So that'll bring my bankroll down to 80 if I lose, and otherwise it'll give me a little bit more money. So uh, we've got uh, two other things to do real quick. Our over-unders, I'm taking Arizona-San Francisco over 50, and I am taking Tennessee Jaguars under 48 and a half. All right. So for the over-unders, I'm going to do Philly, Carolina over 45. Okay. I think that's actually going to be more of a shootout than people think. Carolina's defense is good. That's why it's low, but I hear you. I know. I know. I know. I, I, don't, I think that they have a unique offense, Philadelphia, and I, I think they're going to be able to break through. Kind of like the Cowboys did. And then the under, I'm going to use the Giants and the Cowboys. I don't I don't think that that's going to be as high scoring as people make it out to be. More okay. like a 2017 game. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, uh, I mean, look, the over-under right now for that game is at 52. So they're expecting a lot of offense in it. If the Dallas, if the Giants come to play and actually make it a game then you would imagine defense would come into play, and I, I could see your underpick there. Yeah. So we have our survivors and knockouts. My survivor, I am taking the Vikings. They are at home taking on the Lions. I haven't used them yet, so that was an easy one for me. Who are you going to take? Survivor, I'm taking the Vikings. You're taking the Vikings as well. So we're both in on the Vikings. And then the knockout pool uh, I lost last week with the Giants, but this week I am going to try to come back and take the Bills. The Bills have that tough game against the Chiefs. Uh, I I like the Chiefs, so this would be a good week to get a, a tough team in on the loss, and that's going to be the Bills for me. Yeah, I'm going to go and take the easy choice here. I'm going to take the Dolphins. I don't think they stand a chance uh, against the Bucks. Okay. So there you got it. That's all of our picks for week five. We will see how we do. Well, I mean, Chris, you're already doing okay. We, we have to see if I actually survive or if it's just the end of the road for El Richo here. So uh, until then, I will probably post another uh, an updated podcast come Sunday morning with uh, the updated lines and injury report. Otherwise, uh, you know, Chris, I'll probably talk to you on the pod next Thursday, uh, you know, unless time permits and uh, you get some free time. Let me know. All right, my man. All right. Everybody else, peace. Audi 5000. All the best and good luck with those wagers. Peace. Adios.